Hi, I'm Gianna Volpe, and thank you for listening to The Heart of the East End on WLIWFM, the show where we get to the heart of any matter at hand with folks from all walks of life on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. We stream online at WLIW.org radio and welcome your comments, questions, and collaborations of all kinds on The Heart of the East End. J.J. Kale and Eric Clapton leading you out of the NPR news break with Ride the River from the Road to Escondido record as we ride into part two of the all-music ride edition of the Heart of the East End, the morning and midnight show here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, listener-supported and found on the 88.3 and 96.9 sections of your FM dial throughout Long Island and coastal Connecticut, streaming online to just about wherever you are at WLIW.org slash radio. 
I'm Gianna Volpe, the humble host of The Heart. This is Dick Dale and his Deltones, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome, and you're listening to NPR. horses, an owl on the dark waters, and so many torches smoking by mossy stone, and horses that are seen riderless on moonlit nights, a candle that flutters as a black hand reaches out, all of these mean a man with coins on his eyes, the vast waters, the cry of seagulls, Robert Bly, and the Sons of the Pioneers on WLIWFM. An old cowpoke went riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw up plowing through the ragged sky. And up the cloudy draw. Aye, yippee, aye, ho. Ghost heard in the sky. Their friends were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel. A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming high And he heard their mournful cry 
Music from all decades and genres, all morning and midnight long. I'm Gianna Volpe, the humble host of The Heart of the East End, out to all of Long Island and coastal Connecticut. Commercial free, thanks to listeners like you who donate to WLIWFM.org. You're listening to part two of an all-music edition of The Heart. Ride is the theme, and we're in the rider section of the set list. How about a classic track? This is the animal's version of the old idea, C.C. Ryder. Do. 
This time, we are getting drunk on Retsina in somebody's Italian backyard. We are a long way from Georgia, and all of us are lonely. I wave my arms and caw like Hadrian after his lover drowned himself. My wife walks by the pond, singing a hymn. I think she is leaving me for good. I say, imagine my heart is huge and has little men walking around inside. They don't know each other, but they're stuck there eternally and have to get along. One of them starts shouting. He finds a black horse and rides it around in a circle. The others laugh at him. He leaps from the horse and starts to choke the smallest man. Something like a hand starts pumping the heart and the men nearly go crazy from the pressure. The first olive I picked from a tree was so bitter I nearly threw up. My wife is strolling around this strange landscape full of broken pediments as if she plans to be happy from now on. I think I have to tense it up, act like I'm in control. I don't think I can do that. In a few hours, the sun will rise over my brother's backyard in South Georgia. He'll come out and admire the water jewels the night has hung in the kumquat bush. He'll hear his son say, Mama, it's too big for me to wear, and remember quitting the baseball team 30 years ago and wish again he hadn't. I get up and march down to the pond. I start to speak to my wife, but then I feel a hand that is about to crush my heart. Charlie Smith and Traffic on WLIWFM.
Traffics, Freedom Rider, from the 1970 record John Barleycorn Must Die, here on part two of the all-music ride edition of the Heart of the East End, out to all of Long Island and coastal Connecticut and beyond on listener-supported WLIWFM. We've got one more rider track, Old School Freight Trains Rider, from the Live in Ashland record. And I'm going to hype myself up to read Longfellow's Paul Revere's Ride. Be kind, it'll be my first time reading this epic American poem. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Old School Freight Train. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to WLIWFM. NPR Radio.
is some badass bluegrass old school freight train taking on some very classic blues themes in that uh, rider track this is Sarah Diamond's single ride from 2019 truth be told this was almost the first song of part one of the ride edition of the heart Music from all decades and genres.
this dance party going for another track this is ride madison mars featuring gia coca on wliwfm long island's only local npr radio station I believe in freedom, I'm a Madonna Baby, hear me out I never doubt This rebel heart I'm happy, yeah Run for run You can't let me down I just wanna ride, ride, ride Just ride in my way Wanna ride, ride, ride until I die 
listen, my children, and you shall hear of the midnight ride of Paul Revere on the 18th of April in 75. Hardly a man is now alive who remembers that famous day and year. He said to his friend, if the British march by land or sea from the town tonight, hang a lantern aloft in the belfry arch of the north church tower as a signal light. One if by land and two if by sea, and I on the opposite shore will be ready to ride and spread the alarm through every Middlesex village and farm for the country folk to be up and to arm. Then he said good night and with muffled oar silently rode to the Charlestown shore just as the moon rose over the bay where swinging wide at her moorings lay the Somerset, British man-of-war, a phantom shift, with each mast and spar across the moon like a prison bar, and a huge black hulk that was magnified by its own reflection in the tide. Meanwhile, his friend, through alley and street, wanders and watches with eager ears, till in the silence around him he hears the muster of men at the barrack door, the sound of arms and the tramp of feet, and the measured tread of the grenadiers marching to, down to their boats on the shore. Then he climbed to the tower of the church, up the wooden stairs with stealthy tread, to the belfry chamber overhead, and startled the pigeons from their perch, on the somber rafters that round him made masses and moving shapes of shade by the trembling ladder, steep and tall, to the highest window in the wall, where he paused to listen and look down, a moment on the roofs of the town, and the moonlight flowing over all. Beneath, in the churchyard, lay the dead in their night encampment on the hill, wrapped in silence so deep and still, that he could hear, like a sentinel's tread, the watchful night wind as it went, creeping along from tent to tent, and seeming to whisper, All is well! A moment only he feels the spell of the place and the hour, and the secret dread of the lonely belfry and the dead. For suddenly all his thoughts are bent on a shadowy something far away, where the river widens to meet the bay. A line of black that bends and floats on the rising tide like a bridge of boats. Meanwhile, impatient to mount and ride, booted and spurred with a heavy stride, on the opposite shore walked Paul Revere. Now he patted his horse's side, now gazed on the landscape far and near. Then impetuous, impetuous stamped the earth and turned and tightened his saddle girth, but mostly he watched with eager search the belfry, belfry tower of the old north church, as it rose above the graves on the hill, lonely and spectral and somber and still. And lo, as he looks on the belfry's height, a glimmer and then a gleam of light. He springs to the saddle, the bridle, he turns but lingers and gazes, till full on his sight a second lamp in the belfry burns. A hurry of hooves in a village street, a shape in the moonlight, a bulk in the dark, and beneath from the pebbles in passing, a spark struck out by a steed that flies fearless and fleet, 
That was all. And yet, through the gloom and the light, the fate of a nation was riding that night, and the spark struck out by that steed in his flight, kindled the land into flame with its heat. He has left the village and mounted the steep, and beneath him, tranquil and broad and deep, is the mystic, meeting the ocean tides and under the alders that skirt its edge, now soft on the sand, now loud on the ledge, is heard the tramp of his steed as he rides. It was twelve by the village clock when he crossed the bridge into Medford town and heard he heard the crowing of the cock and the barking of the farmer's dog and felt the damp of the river fog that rises when the sun goes down. It was one by the village clock when he galloped into Lexington. He saw the gilded weathercock swim in the moonlight as he passed, and the meeting house windows, blank and bare, gazed at him with a spectral glare, as if they already stood aghast at the bloody work they would look upon. It was two by the village clock when he came to the bridge in Concord town. He heard the bleating of the flock and the twitter of birds among the trees and felt the breath of the morning breeze blowing over the meadows brown. And one was safe and asleep in his bed, who at the bridge would be first to fall, who that day would be lying dead, pierced by a British musket ball. You know the rest, in the books you've read, how the British regulars fired and fled, how the farmers gave them ball for ball from behind each fence and farmyard wall, chasing the redcoats down the line, and crossing the fields to emerge again under the trees at the turn of the road and only passing to fire and load. And so through the night rode Paul Revere, and so through the night went his cry of alarm to every Middlesex village and farm, a cry of defiance and not of fear, a voice in the darkness, a knock at the door, and a word that shall echo forevermore for born on the night wind of the past, through all our history to the last, in the hour of darkness and peril and need, the people will waken and listen to hear the hurrying hoofbeats of that steed and the midnight message of Paul Revere. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow and Haley Witters featuring Jordan Davis on WLIWFM.
The driver has no knife, he has no knife, no, you think, and lower your head into his car. A ride in the rain? The dark clouds bellow, you saw him drinking at the local bar, you think, and lower your head into his car. Rain taps on the roof, falls on this familiar man, you saw him drinking at the local bar, he shrugs and offers up his empty hands. Rain taps on the roof, falls on this Familiar man and sugar cane stalks bend in the breeze. He shrugs and offers up his empty hands as sewer pipes burst, flooding the street, and sugar cane stalks bend in the breeze. Machetes swing into the green stems low as sewer pipes burst, flooding the street. Bile is a blade at the back of your throat. Machetes swing into the green stems low. A ride in the rain? The dark clouds bellow. Bile is blade at the back of your throat. The driver has no knife. He has no knife. No. Blas Falconer and David Allen Coe on WLIWFM. Ten minutes for the NPR news break. And the end of this edition of The Heart, part two of the ride edition. Well, I was thumbing from Montgomery. I had my guitar on my back. When a stranger stopped beside me in an antique Cadillac. He was dressed like 1950, half drunk and hollow-eyed. He said, it's a long walk to Nashville. Would you like to ride, Sat down in the front seat He turned on the radio And them sad old songs Coming out of them speakers Was solid country gold Then I noticed the stranger Was ghost white pale When he asked me for a light And I knew there was something Strange about this ride He said Drifter can you make folks cry When you play and sing Have you paid your dues Cause if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long haul ride. Then he cried just south of Nashville, and he turned that car around. He said, this is where you get off, boy, cause I'm going back to Alabama. As I stepped out of that Cadillac, I said, Mr. Many Thanks. He said, you don't have to call me Mr. Mr. The whole world called me Hank. He said, Drifter, can you make folks cry when you play and sing? Have you paid your dues? Can you mourn the blues? Can you bend down guitar strings? He said, Lord, can you make folks feel 
But if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long, hard ride. He said, Drifter, can you make folks cry when you play and sing? Have you paid your dues? Can you mourn the blues? Can you up in them guitar strings? He said, boy, can you make folks feel what you feel inside? But if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long, hard ride. If you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long, hard ride. Imagine getting a ride from Hank Williams. Ugh. I'm Jana Volpe, the humble host of The Heart, about to ride my llama out in the country, Neil Young and Crazy Horse, followed by... Oh! Well, we'll ride out in the country first. This is Yola.
as I was saying, I'm going to ride my llama out into the country. That was Yola. This is Neil Young and Crazy Horse. And you are listening to WLIWFM, listener-supported public radio. Part two of the all-music ride edition of The Heart. new. It's all here on the heart. Thank you for sticking with us and for supporting us at WLIWFM.org. Crazy Horse, everybody, leading you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour with Park Bird and Chevy. If I could ride a bike. I'm Gianna Volpe. you are out there. You're awesome. And you're listening to WLIWFM. You're listening to WLIWFM Southampton over the air at live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York. I'm Gianna Volpe with local news on Long Island's only NPR radio station. Immigration advocates and religious leaders outraged by the busing from Texas to New York City, of migrants detained at the Mexico border, say they are gearing up to help any who arrive on Long Island. Bart Jones reports on Newsday.com that Texas Governor Greg Abbott has bussed thousands of the migrants up north in the past few weeks, arguing that they are overwhelming communities in his state. 
Advocates call it an election year ploy to stir up anti-immigrant sentiment, and they are especially incensed. Abbott's government is putting barcode bracelets on the migrants. Immigrant assistance groups on Long Island say they have not yet been in contact with any of the migrants, but it is only a matter of time before some land in Nassau and Suffolk counties and seek their help. The region for decades has served as a major arrival point for Latino immigrants, especially from Central America. Advocates say the migrants are fleeing violence, poverty, and sometimes political persecution in their homelands, and that America's tradition is to welcome newcomers. Most apparently have applied for political asylum after crossing the border, asserting they face persecution in their homelands. Um, The Department of Homeland Security must determine if the migrants have a reasonable fear of being persecuted for them to be prosecuted and released pending court hearings instead of being detained and deported. They are free to travel the country while their cases wind through the immigration system. In the waters, thousands of mauve stinger jellyfish, which inflict a painful sting and are more likely to be seen off the coast of a Mediterranean beach town than the waters near Fire Island, were spotted off Long Island this weekend. Bureau Chinese reports on Newsday.com that about 200 beachgoers at Robert Moses State Park and 30 at Jones Beach visited first aid stations to treat stings from the purplish invertebrate on Sunday, according to George Gorman, Long Island uh, Regional Director for State Parks. It seems the mauve stingers, which are also bioluminescent and sometimes called purple-striped jellies, left as quickly as they came. They appeared to move farther out to sea the next day, and comparatively, no one sought help for a sting by early afternoon on Labor Day. Gorman speculated that many more people were stung this weekend but didn't seek help. Paul Baloney, director of the Marine Biology and Coastal Sciences Program at Montclair State University, said moth stingers are native to the region but typically dwell in deeper water far offshore. Uh, They are more commonly seen in the Mediterranean Sea and the Gulf of Mexico than the tri-state area. The theory is they rose with an upwelling of water and were brought close to the surface here by the tides and coastal currents. Out on the end, Ditch Plains Beach is the heart of the surf scene in Montauk, a two-mile stretch of dunes and sea at the tip of Long Island's east end with views of sand cliffs to the east and west. Stephen Kurtz of the New York Times reports, it's also where on summer weekends a group of longtime Montauk residents and vacationers gather to drink, smoke pot, toss frisbees and dance till dark as if staging their own mini Burning Man festival. The patch of beach where they congregate has a nickname among locals. It's called Clown Town. With its surfers and revelers, the scene recalls Montauk as it was more than two decades ago before private equity executives, social media stars, and other moneyed newcomers put their stamp on this formerly rustic beach town of dive bars and tackle shops. Those who settled in the area before real estate prices shot skyward now lament the passing of the scruffy outpost they used to know. This summer, the major topic of conversation among many longtime Montauk residents and vacationers hasn't been the waves, the weather, 
nor the problem of coastal erosion. Rather, they've been talking about the big house rising above ditch. They wonder aloud about how big it will be once it's completed and who will live there. The mansion looms over the public parking spot where the ditch, which food truck has served egg wraps and burritos since 1994. It looms over the surfers who ride the clean, consistent waves that break past the jetty, and it looms right over Clown Town. The house now under construction is part of a subdivision, Montauk Colony, made up of roughly uh, four one-acre plots. uh, Public records show that its owner is 40 DeForest Road LLC, a a limited liability company that shares the same New Jersey mailing address as Smith Management, a company formed by the investor Randall D. Smith. Randall. The LLC paid $4.8 million for the lot in December 2020 records show Mr. Smith is also a founder of Alden Global Capital, a hedge fund whose president is Heath Freeman, a Montauk resident. And finally, a booster shot targeting the most contagious Omicron subvariants should be available on Long Island this week, the first step in a nationwide immunization campaign to ward off a potential surge of COVID cases this fall and winter, according to state officials. Robert Brodsky reports on Newsday.com that the CDC on Thursday approved the two uh, the use of two bivalent booster shots that combine the original vaccine recipe with a new formula to provide enhanced protection against the BA4 and BA5 subvariants. The 13-1 approval by the CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices came one day after the FDA greenlit single boosters by Pfizer-BioNTech for those ages 12 and up as well as by Moderna for those 18 and older. The updated booster vaccines should begin being delivered this week in New York in small quantities based on pre-orders, with availability rapidly expanding shortly thereafter, according to the State Department of Health. The department does not expect any problem with supply. According to a spokesperson, they will be available at community health clinics, doctor's offices, hospitals, and pharmacies. Individuals can use vaccines.gov to find nearby locations. Reading the weather in Jamesport this morning in honor of artist Cheryl Molnar exhibiting in the William Risk Gallery's current show, An Artful Affair, where a portion of proceeds will benefit the Peconic Bay Medical Center's breast health program. Looking like showers today, heavy rain at times, high near 74 degrees, southeast wind uh, 6 to 11 miles per hour, Showers tonight as well, low around 62 degrees northeast, wind 10 to 14 miles per hour, gusts as high as 25. Right now it's 72 degrees, and I am absolutely loving the playlist I've prepared for you this morning. Kicking it off with a track I loved as a teenager by The Shirts, and I still do, uh, a band featuring a relative of mine, the son of my grandfather's first cousin, Bob Rasiopo, whose current band, The Bots Band, has a brand new record called Freak Flag. So sending this whole show out to the Brooklyn Volpes, as well as the Shinnecock people, who just finished, or yesterday finished, the 76th powwow yesterday. We, We probably won't get to the final track by Young Spirit, but we will, as always, post up today's playlist on the Heart of the East End program page at WLIW.org slash radio. I'm Gianna Volpe. These are the shirts, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Tell me. 
From the shirts, Tell Me Your Plans, to Cage the Elephant's 2015 record, Tell Me I'm Pretty. This is Trouble on WLIWFM, NPR Radio. 88.3 on your FM dial throughout eastern Long Island, 96.9 in central and western Suffolk, online at WLIW.org slash radio. Music from all decades and genres, interviews with folks from all walks of life, all morning and midnight long on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM, 
It's the heart of the East End. Lennon Stella's Pretty Boy from the 3 to 1 record of 2020, leading us to the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour on Tuesday morning, just after midnight if you're listening to the replay. And that means it is time for our Hot Studio segment, underwritten by Peconic Landing. Welcoming to the show, Cheryl Molnar, joining us on the heart. Good morning, Cheryl. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being with us. All right, so we are talking about uh, your work in the Artful Affair uh, exhibit right now at William Risk Gallery. I know you guys have a reception or an event coming up, but I wanted to start talking uh, a little bit about your work first. I would loved it. I, I checked it out last night. And you were talking uh, on this site about how a lot of your work has to do about this uh, uh, relationship between man-made progress and the nature upon which it's built upon. Can you talk a little bit about 
how your artistic perspective uh, has evolved through time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, that's a good a good point. So, um, I grew up on Long Island, like in Comac, actually, and um, a lot of the houses there and, and housing developments were built when the Long Long Island Expressway was made, and all these little uh, neighborhoods were built off the road, right. you know, off the highway. And I think that had always affected the way that I view architecture and nature and how how the natural landscape is altered for um, for these natural made structures. And then my uh, grandparents also live in Los Angeles in Sherman Oaks, and it's very similar to Long Island, right. where the the farms were you know paved over to make way for the housing developments in the Santa Monica Mountains. Houses are little, literally carved into the side of the, the mount, side, side of the mountain, playing with you know how nature, you know, pretty much changing how nature is, you know, altering nature for to make way for these structures. So in both those locations, I've been influenced by that and use that in my collage work. Right. I, when I first looked at your work, immediately I thought about L.A. and uh, and about California and how. Uh, these these uh, structures are built into the cliffs, and and of course it's um, also very local when we think about uh, this structure being built above uh, Clown Town, and in mm-hmm. in Ditch out in Montauk. Interesting stuff. I love the one in particular with the red uh, umbrellas. Can you talk a little bit about that one, Malibu? Yeah. So I also use a lot of. Um, nostalgic references. So they, these are all, you know, like I said, places I've been. So, you know, growing up on Long Island, also the East End, I have a house on the North Fork of Long Island where it's like very recreation focused. So I, I my grandparents had these like kind of candy striped umbrellas um, everywhere or like in their, in their yard. And uh, it's just a, a nostalgic point of reference that I like to use also to tie it back to like my personal experiences um, you know, with, with the landscape and, and memory. So you mentioned the North Fork. So now uh, I'd love to explore, uh, you know, your relationship to William Riss Gallery, to Mary Cantone, to the Artful Affair show and um, the exhibit, well, the Artful Affair, the exhibit uh, currently at William Riss. Sure, yeah. Mary and I were actually neighbors. <laughs> we live around the corner from each other. Um, uh, in Northville, it's like north of Jamesport. Right, right. Um, so I met Mary through there and also through the Elizabeth Foundation uh, of the Arts where I have my studio. Mary's hosted some art events for that there. So I think we officially met there but realized that we were neighbors. Um, uh, neighbors. And it's, it's been really great uh, the past few years. I've been meeting, I've only uh, been out there for like five or six years out on the, the North Fork, had my house there, but I've been meeting a lot of the local arts organizations such as Mary's Space, um, East End Arts, and uh, getting to know a lot of the artists in the neighborhood. So right. it's been great. And then Mary had asked me to uh, participate in the show for the benefit for the um, Peconic Bay Medical Center, and I thought it was a great, a great way to, you know, to participate for my community. We're very lucky here on the East End. Both the North Fork and South are so rich with not only incredibly talented artists, but incredibly uh, 
gracious and 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 wonderful uh, people. So let's talk about this current um, well the, the reception that's going to be happening on the tenth uh, between uh, four and seven p.m. Uh, Dr. Susan Lee, who was on with us, the chief of breast surgery at PBMC, uh, is going to be there as well as you, I imagine. And uh, let's talk about this reception. Yeah, it should be great. There's 13 artists in the show. The work is ranging from um, Long Island-inspired landscapes um, to there's some still lifes, there's some portraits. So it's a range of a nice range of 13 different artists' work that Mary's curated um, into the show. And then part of the proceeds for the sales will be going to um, to the um, Peconic Bay Medical Center's breast program. So it's actually really uh, great because they're trying to raise funds for some new equipment right. where women don't have to go into the city, into Manhattan for treatments. They could stay at the local hospital and uh, get treatments there. And it really affects, you know, everybody's um, perspective and, and um, re- really helps them get through difficult times. So it's a really important, um, really important uh, facility and a way to, you know, help help fundraise and make 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 some of that happen to the hospital there. And we're happy to help in any way that we can. Uh, before I let you go, Cheryl, can you talk about the work that you have uh, displayed in the current exhibit, An Artful Affair? Yeah, so I have um, in the exhibit, I have four of my uh, paper collages, my works on paper, and they're all, um, you know, reimagined landscapes based on uh, both my experiences on Long Island. You'll see some Fire Island references in there, some of the architecture from Fire Island, as well as some of the um, Los Angeles, you know, death kind of feeling. But all the work that I have there also has a, a feeling of uplift, like all the architectural forms or um, the even there's a, a collage of birds in flight. It has that feeling of transcendence and uplifting. I thought it was fitting for, um, you know, a hospital benefit. Kind of gives uh, the viewers some place to walk around in, escape a little bit, and have a, a feeling of, you know, transcend- transcendence and, and upward movement and positive, you know, positive um, energy there. So um, those are the works that I have at the, the, the show there. Very excited. So we'll see you guys September 10th between 4 and 7 at William Riss Gallery. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Cheryl Molnar. We're keeping it local uh, with Carrie Carney. And you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you just heard the Tuesday morning hot studio segment underwritten by Peconic Landing right here on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
still riding the pretty train here on the heart. Here's one uh, from a record I love by the Beach Boys. Holland. Funky Pretty on WLIWFM. She values flowers more than gold She thinks of her men as not of old She's very spiritual, I'm told
know what you're thinking is, Gianna, why did you play that? <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, because I love the Holland record of 1973. It's very un-Beach Boys, and I think that's cool. I like something a little funky every now and then. Uh, going from 73 to 2021, this is Sarah Barrios' uh, single, Pretty in Pink, on Long Island's only NPR radio station, the Mills Brothers and the Revivalists on deck before Myra, blinded by the pretty light from the 2018 record Understanding. Keeping with the pretty uh, theme for many tracks longer, it might be through the rest of the show. We do have ugly tracks later on, but I might have to move that on uh, over to Wednesday morning because I can't imagine we're going to have enough room for all this music uh, this morning. We'll see what happens. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Sarah Barrios and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, the weekday morning and midnight program, the heart of the East End, featuring music from all decades and genres, as well as folks from all walks of life, all because of you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Thought I was strange What converse to prom didn't match my date Now 25 and I still haven't changed mm-hmm. I'm here then I'm there I changed my mind like I changed my Tell me I'm 
that one on the Gigi Faves playlist. Sarah Barrios, Pretty in Pink, to Pretty Butterfly, the Mills Brothers. Pretty butterfly, you're crying, cause your bumblebee went flying, dry those teardrops in your eyes of blue. Comes a time when bees go buzzing and get sweeties by the dozen, but they always come back when they're through. Stop your yearning, he'll be returning. Then you'll flap your wings the way you used to do. Pretty butterfly, stop crying. When he's all through butterflying, he'll bring all his honey back to you. Stop your crying or you'll crack up Have a little patience, butterfly Oh, bees get busy when they're growing And their wild oats they start sowing But they learn a lesson by and by Keep your chin up You're still his pit up And I bet he keeps your picture in his wallet too Pretty butterfly, stop crying When he's all through butterflying He'll bring all his honey back to you He'll bring all his honey back to you Oh my gosh, having almost too much fun here in the WLIWFM studio playing these tracks for you. The Revivalist, this is Pretty Photograph from the City of Sound record of 2012. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you know you're awesome. And even if you don't know, you're listening to Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
us in the black cell With eyes rolled back and head oh well It's been a long time coming, I'm proud to say I know what it takes to greet a sunny day You keep on pushing those clouds away We're knocking on wood every goddamn day Apologies. Sending uh, apologies to anyone offended by the language in that track. I've made a little love mo- note to myself for the future to get my sensor fingers rolling. It's not technically uh, an expletive, but, you know, it's a family show and some people don't like that. So, needless to say, I've made a note. This is Myra, blinded by the pretty light. Peter, Paul, and Mary on deck. The The birds after that. You're on the heart of the East End on WLIWFM.
horses ain't hungry, they won't eat your hay. So fare thee well, darling. I'm going away. Your parents don't like me. They say I'm too poor. They say Leading you into the NPR news break with the birds. Pretty Polly on WLI WFM. There is Caesar Rampler according to the sound. There is Caesar Rampler according to the sound. Recording Pretty Polly, his duty to the town. Polly by golly, let go and play with me. Pretty Polly by golly, let go and play with me. Before the king gets hairy, go fly to Tennessee. She dumped all his findings away from the goat. She dumped all his findings away from the goat Downtown in the valley the bus didn't float She wet a 